anything you want to know, it's in the book. It's all about a book this morning. Rising Stronger. Living, loving, and leading from a seat of gratitude. Uh, this time under the spotlight this morning, let me say good morning to Dr. Pauline Elizabeth Warner. How are you, my lady? Good morning, John T. Good morning, America. Good morning to the world. It's a pleasure to be here. I want to know, in this 15-minute segment, I want to know all about this lady now. This morning, you have written a book, Rising Stronger. First of all, where are you from? I am from Kingston, Jamaica. That's where I was born. I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia. Sure, it's Kingston or St. Andrew? <laughs> Under the clock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I always like to tease with that. When someone tells me that he or she is from Kingston, because sometimes they're up all the way up in the hills at Gordon Town <laughs> and Lawrence Starburn. And that's true. That's anyway, true. Yes, if you were born in uh, where, Jubilee? Jubilee. <laughs> uh, they, all the, the, the more mature Jamaicans are Kingstonian. We'll talk about a, pl- a, pl- a place they call it Line In. Line In. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those days, I tell you. I learned those names when I left from my country <laughs> and went to Kingston. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have written a book. Is it the first? This is my first non-fiction book. Of course, uh, for my doctoral dissertation, I wrote a dissertation, which was about 243 pages long. However, this is my first published nonfiction book. It's a memoir. It's a bibliography. It's a, a little bit of a biography. It's everything. It's a little bit of everything. It's always a pleasure to speak to someone who has worked hard for a doctoral degree. Tell me some more about the academics before we go into the writing of the book. You have a doctorate in what field? Well, I have a doctorate in management and organizational leadership, which I obtained from the University of um, Phoenix. School of Advanced Studies. And this was done about um, 11 years ago I completed it. Can't believe I'm actually saying that. It's actually 11 years ago that I completed it. What about a doctorate? How long you had to study for? Well, for me, I I took a while, about four and a half to five years, because I did it while I was um, working uh, as a consultant. And I'm traveling in the global environment and writing papers in different countries and posting them online and doing residency, etc. So it really took me about four and a half to five years. Before doing that doctoral degree, you had to do a master's or a bachelor's? Yes, I had a master's. I had to complete a master's in business administration. And I did that with the um, Sacred Heart University in Fairfield, Connecticut. Wonderful. Congratulations. Thank I, you so I, I much. I love when someone can give me the detail about your studies because I've had so many people walking around and using the word doctor when they have never even gone to school or do a week of study. But congratulations Thank to you. Thank you so much, John T. I appreciate that. So you are a true doctor. <laughs> Not of the medical kind. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. We talk about a PhD here. Now. No, I'm, yes. not about, I'm not talking about MD. I'm talking about a PhD here. Okay. And I appreciate the explanation. Uh, okay. Talk about the writing for a moment. At what stage did you start writing? I've always wanted to pen my memoir, always wanted to write. And so for the, 11, for the past 11 years, come January, when it's usually my slow period, when I'm not traveling as much, I'd sit down and say, now that it's cold, I'm going to stay indoors and try to write a book. And for 11 years, I've, always, um, I've only gotten to page 10 or page 11. I just couldn't get past page 10 or 11. So there was a block. Something was preventing me from moving on. And this year, after speaking to about seven authors in my circle and explaining to them what happened at um, page 10 or page 11, 
they would tell me that they had similar experience and that I should just sit, concentrate, be determined, and work through it. This year, I decided I was going to work through it. And when I got to page 15, I knew I was fine. And so I just kept writing. Okay, so you stopped to page 11, you said, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, for 11 years. Hold on, hold on. You stopped to page 11 for 11 years? Every year for 11 years, I would start to write the book. And when I got to a certain part of it, I would stop and there'd be a block. I just couldn't get over that hurdle. Interesting. And a consistency in there in numbers, 11, 11? Yes. <laughs> I'm happy it's not 9-11. It's not 9 right. That would, that would have brought back some bad memories. And that's, um, I wrote about that and my experience in the book as well. So I guess it's all in the book. It's all in the book, <laughs> I'm telling you. Now, quite an interesting uh, rising stronger. Why? 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 Because um, anyone who has um, moved from one country to another or one from one parish to another, has had to go through some kind of experience, some kind of challenge or adversity. And so it's getting over, it's overcoming those challenges and adversity. Adversities will come our way. It's how we handle them. It's how we manage them. It's how we deal with it. So I can sit and have a pity party, or I can decide that, hey, God didn't, want, didn't bring me to this place to leave me here, desolate and... Um, demoralized and um, with low self-esteem. He brought me here to teach me something so that I can rise stronger, rise above it, rise even stronger above it. And so that's really, um, having, I, I changed the title so many times, and this is what I settled on. And I think it really says a little bit about who I am and my experience and all the people in the world that have, I have benefited from their counsel, their wise counsel. And so that's the, the, the reason for that title. You could even call it Shaggy's title, The Strength of a Woman. Ah, thank you so much, John T. The strength of all the women out there in Radio Land. <laughs> no, I, I certainly appreciate the strength in mm-hmm. you and, and the fact that you, a very interesting title. Now, the marketing of this book, you're, you're living in Georgia, right? Jo- Atlanta, Georgia, yes. What kind of, how receptive are the people that you've come across so far with the title of this book? Oh, I have had so much um feedback, positive feedback from the people who have actually read the book. Of course, you know, when you write a book, it's your inner circle first. It's the first person to purchase a copy was my brother. And he shared it in a, um, a group of, um, with a group of ladies. And he said, tell me, this is my sister's book. What do you think about it? And I got so much positive um, reaction from that. And then, of course, my inner circle girls, my um, golden girl friendships from Scotiabank days back in you, Jamaica. You look too young to talk about <laughs> golden girls. This young lady sitting in front of me talking about girls. Not that you cannot distribute or market the book. For, for the ages of the, the more mature ones. We thought about golden girls. Just the ladies, no? Strong the ladies, ladies, the golden ladies. <laughs> it's all in the book, and we're talking this morning to Dr. Pauline Elizabeth Warner. And the book is called Rising Stronger. <laughs> yes, yes, Jonty. This is Nancy's daughter. My father was called Nancy. He's Nancy Nooks. Your father was called Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, Nancy Nooks. And um, he is the cousin of George Nooks' father, um, George Nooks the singer. He's the cousin of George Nooks' father. And so, <laughs> so I learned a lot from him. And, of course, it's all in the book. <laughs> 
He taught me how to be resilient, to be determined, to overcome the challenges of life. He taught me how to stand, get up, and do something. Don't just sit there and be, um, you know, um, fretful or worried or anxious. And through our conservative um, religious practices as well, we learned how to overcome challenges because we know who we have in our corner, right? We know who we have in our corner. You know, just listening to what you're saying and just looking at the, 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 the book here, Rising Stronger, there are so many ladies out there who are not so strong. Apart from getting distracted from, from different airs, different quarters, and sometimes mm-hmm. in, even in their own relationship, mm-hmm. uh, they have always wanted find, to find a way mm-hmm. to overcome, mm-hmm. like what you mentioned earlier on. And I have not yet read the book, mm-hmm. but I strongly believe that the contents of this book will help women to overcome the mm-hmm. challenges in life. Mm-hmm. John T., um, I'm sitting here before you as um, a testimony of the challenges that I've overcome. And I think if I can do it, anybody else can do it. I'm not saying that all of us have the ability to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps, therefore we need no help. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is that as we go through these challenges, it's always a good idea to remember some things to do. Pray. I strongly believe in that quiet room. There's a movie called War Room, and I, th- I strongly believe that um, everybody should have a place in their home or in their car or in a corner somewhere that, that they can um, reach out to the Almighty and pray. I also believe that it's a good idea to have a strong circle of influence. Um, like I said to you, my journey has not um, ended. My challenges have not ended. As long as there's life, there will be challenges. However, I also believe in that four-letter word, hope. And I also believe in love, and I believe in joy, and I believe in peace. And when we can find that inner joy and peace, even when we have $5 and heading on a plane to Timbuktu, we can still find and have that ability to turn to someone who might look a little bit disconcerted and smile. And that makes a lot of difference. And so we're not talking about um, a, um, women not be, um, going out and having to get rich quick. We're talking about finding that inner peace, that inner joy. We're talking about contentment. We're talking about avoiding jealousy, avoiding um, envy. And we're talking about working together, finding that support system among ourselves as women so that we can become better at what we do. That's what we're talking about. We are strong, you know, we're extremely strong. Whether it's male or female, we have that inner strength. However, when we engage in divisive behaviors, we tend not to use that strength. And what I'm talking about is to use that strength, that collective strength, create a synergy that we should create as women and as men and as people who are immigrants coming into this country and learning from the mistakes that we make and using that to help and to edify and to uplift others. Strong. Um, you mentioned the word hope. Mm-hmm. And so many of us, not just women, men have lost that hope for mm-hmm. various reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure these are some of the things that created that inner you to, mm-hmm. to, to help write a book like this. Right, right. Uh, absolutely. Um, you know, calling on the scriptures, on the Proverbs and on Jeremiah, and, um, and looking in the scriptures and thinking about how if God can send his son, his one son, as we'd say in Jamaica, one son to come here to die for all of us, 
Why is it that we feel we should go through life without challenges? Eh? And so when we get the challenges, the hope says that since he has already done it for us, then therefore he's giving us an opportunity to do it for ourselves as well, with his guidance and as an armor, protecting us. The sword, I, the shield. I, I admire your spirituality. Um, you're, <laughs> we're on the same lane, I must say. Okay. I, I like one who, a believer, in Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm getting that from you this morning. Mm-hmm. And I have always walked, I've walked, I always walk and talk with him. Because mm-hmm. I, I get up in the morning and I say, thank you, Lord. It's another day. There's mm-hmm. life and there's hope. Mm-hmm. So I will absolutely. always try to keep hope alive. You mentioned that word. It's a very strong word. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Um, yesterday, I um, attended a memorial service, a celebration of life for a young lady who we met um, in at the Scotia, at Scotia Bank in Kingston, Jamaica, Scotia Bank Data Center, over forty years ago. Her mother was a supervisor and a mentor to us, and at nineteen years old, walking into the bank and not sure what to what we are going to encounter. It was so positive to have um, Mrs. Diebel take, you know, good care of us and show us the way, show us how to navigate our way around the organizational landscape. We took a picture of all the ladies who showed up yesterday, and we counted about 11 people who actually showed up to stand in support of this dear lady who is going through the grieving process. And that, to me, was an indication of her legacy of how we live our lives. Because if that lady wasn't nice to us at 19, then we wouldn't have traveled five, um, 11 hours on Wednesday afternoon just to be there, to stand with her, to say that we are in support of you during your grieving process. And so what I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, we can be kinder and gentler and nicer to our people because we never know that 40 years later, People still feel that sense of protection and that armor that you help to wrap around us as children walking into our first professional journey. So powerful. Listen, as we get to the final, final moments of this talk here, very interesting talk with you this morning. Talk to me about the availability of this book. Well, right now it is, um, in, the, in, um, it, it is in the Kindle format on Amazon.com. And it's also in, the, um, in a paperback format through Amazon as well. And about two weeks ago, I published it in a hard copy through in- Ingram Sparks, a publishing comp- um, a distributor rather. And they distribute to about 22,000 uh, retailers worldwide. The challenge is that if you don't go into the stores to ask for the book, then the retailers won't stock the book. Okay. So every person listening to this message if you would like to get a copy of the book in addition to being able to get it on amazon.com you can go into your libraries your bookstores you can go into walmart ask them for the book if you don't see it stocked on the shelves because if you ask them for the book they'll go into their system they'll see that it's already under their distribution um, channel and they'll order it and stock it for you. Wonderful, wonderful. Once again, just remind the listeners the, na- the name of the book. Rising Stronger, Living, Loving, and Leading from a Seat of Gratitude. I want to send a shout-out to all the people I've encountered in the global environment, to Japan, China, Indonesia, Thailand, and, of course, the United Kingdom, 
Italy, Germany, the America, United States of America, all 50 states. I'd like to send a message out to all the military personnel that I've worked with over the years. I'd like to send a message out to Jamaica, all of Jamaica. I love you, Jamaica. And I thank you for the, what you have done for me in terms of helping me to come to this country to rise stronger. And Jamaica will always be the place of the land of my birth. This is the land of my birth. And the essence of who I am started in Jamaica. And I take that everywhere I speak in the world, I take that with me. And not only that, I'm an ambassador for Jamaica because every time I step onto that training floor, I speak about the land of my birth. I thank you to all the American friends that I have in Maine, Hello, Maine, and all the American friends that I've um, developed over the years. I thank you so much, and um, walk good, as they'd say, walk good. Thank you so much for coming in, and congratulations to you. All right, thank Stay you strong. very much, John. Keep T. the faith. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, this morning's spotlight was brought to you with the compliments of Jamaica National Bank. From a uptown giving praise. If you come from a downtown giving praise. And if you come from out of town giving praise. With all of your might, just giving praise. He's worthy, so much worthy. I start my praises early. Ooh, as I wake, wake in the mornings. Ooh, I've learned to appreciate you, Lord. Want everyone to be in one accord. Spread your love and share your grace. Put on everyone with a smiling face. There is none like you, so merciful and true. I thank you, Lord, and every single day, give praise in the morning time. Sing praise in the evening time. No matter where.